This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Remember when Harry won the Triwizard Tournament and donated all of his winnings to the Weasley Twins so they could set up their magical joke shop, Weasley's Wizard Weezers? This podcast is sponsored by patreon.com slash radiomike. It's kind of the same idea. So basically, you imagine you're the person who won the Triwizard Tournament. And in that sense, I mean, you have a job and you make money. And as little as a dollar a month donation each month, right, can go a long way to helping me support my business, Radio Mike Productions, aka that's the Wizard Weezers, Weasley's Wizard Weezers of this analogy. Seriously, would love your support. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike, as little as a dollar a month to support this show and all the laughs we try to bring you each week. Thank you so much. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. everyone welcome to harry potter and the boys a fan fiction podcast by me radio mike book two harry potter and the team wizard tournament today and sammy is back g'day sammy g'day mike and what a pleasure to be back thanks for getting me out of bed for this oh did you get out of bed specifically for this i shouldn't have revealed that but uh (laughs) i just got my quick got my quick eight hours in while you're doing the intro so um (laughs) hey i've noticed that sometimes you're quieter on the pod because you're not you're not talking close enough into the mic so apologies on sam's behalf for that well i don't mean it's still your job to mix the the audio so uh (laughs) i I guess so you could say that well because sometimes i like to look at you and make eye contact yeah it is funny because we sit sort of adjacent to each other while we Mm. do this pod i guess for filming purposes we don't sit opposite each other so we kind of do have to come a little bit off mic yes. to look at each other and actually now i'm thinking about it, in my defense when i read the harry potter and the boys fan fiction off the laptop it's quite hard to have a microphone in my face and look down at a screen because it's obscured <laughs> by the microphone yeah and that's just you know all the production logistics of a show like this it is oh, difficult it's to- a little that's a little peek behind the curtain guys you get to see how the sausage is made behind the veil behind the va- <laughs> behind the veil and uh, <laughs> like in the movies like, and, the know, and the books and yeah, the books yeah well both yeah. Oh, yeah yeah well i thought it was pretty what do you do you think that was the veil in um order of the phoenix was well uh explained yeah or, or was did you think it looked good like what you thought it might look like um i don't know i remember when i read the book for the first mm. time i was really confused about what it was like i didn't really understand it and then i saw the movie and i was like oh yeah okay yeah, because does he disap- do they disappear into and I don't know what is it, it is actually a bit Can someone explain it to us? Amy, can you explain it to us? <laughs> Amy, can you please <laughs> explain it to us? It does I 
Because didn't he? I mean, he died. He got killed before he went fell yeah, through it anyway. He but, got a Vada cadaver. But is the idea that you you die when you go through that veil anyway? Yeah, it kind of felt like it was. Yeah, what? Why does the ministry just have a death veil? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like how it's like how like. You know, they say the you know North Korea has nuclear missiles in, in silos yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, it's basically that. It is like that. This and is I, their death weapon. You'd, it'd be a scary place to have your first like your first day of work or like your work experience. Like, hey there, yeah, come in, mate. Yeah, you're looking to have a great week here for your work experience. Um, yep, over there we've got a bunch of crystal balls. Don't knock those over. Um, and the va- we've got the veil over there. Now watch out for that. Trent from sales fell behind that third day. You ever saw Trent again? He's out of here. <laughs> so oh, you don't want to fall behind the veil. Yeah, yeah. So just, you know, it looks like you can walk right through it. You can't. <laughs> um, bit of fun. Uh, but yeah, not fun t- for Trent's family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit, Trent got a bit tempted. It was like, you know, don't press the big red button. You get very tempted to press it. Trust me and trust Trent. <laughs> Um, we should probably put, probably put a sign up or something. But anyway, um, hey, while while we're here, oh, did you have anything? You had something to? to talk oh, just about I, I went over to an actual child's house. Yes, that. Now, why did you do that? That Sam? does sound strange. <laughs> my my friend my friend has kids, and they. Who's I, your friend? Do I know them? No. Ah, uh, what's their name? Amanda. I might know her. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, and in their little, I opened up their little notebook, and I think we might have a young Mike. Uh, young Ma- Radio Why were Mike? you going through a child's notebook? Because I want to see their secrets. Okay. Chambers of the yeah. notebook of secrets, yeah. Um, and they just have a little, possibly a Harry Potter fan fiction. It's in very bad handwriting and it does, but it has got the grammar of a radio mic. Yeah. Um, Read it, just, it out for us. It just says, when Harry was at Hogwash, <laughs> Hogwashy, Hogwarts, he was in a house called Gryffindor uh-huh. House. With his friends, uh, Gryffindor was spelled correctly. When Hermione is stuck in the girls' bathroom, B A R T H room, <laughs> bathroom in the troll, no, with the trolls, then, and then it ends. Oh, so it's, just, it's just, not really a fanfic. It's like a, it's just a real fic because that's just. You know, at least for my fanfic, I've extrapolated the world and added mm. new things. He's just saying exactly what happens. Um, it's a she, but would you also oh. say that they have mastered the uh, the the trope of the cliffhanger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's yeah, stuck I mean, in the bath. It was with the trolls then. And then we chap- never know. End of chapter. Was it was it the Sopranos that ended the finale episode ended mid sentence and it just cut to black? Oh, Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. So the last episode of Sopranos spoilers for anyone who hasn't mm. seen it. The mid sentence, the show just stops and cuts to black, right? And everyone thought that it was like a fault or a power outage or something oh. like that. But it just that was just how the show ended, and people were really annoyed about it. It's oh. kind of like that. Well, I mean, spoiler it. If, okay, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the work of Franz Kafka, the oh, no. uh, the Czech author. No. Um, and spoiler alert, if you haven't read The Castle by Franz Kafka, not The Castle uh, by Working Dog, the Australian movie, um, uh, he basically died and lots of his things weren't released. And he said to he, he said, when I'm done, he's dying of tuberculosis, whatever, this is like 1800s or. Yeah. And. Um, he said to his best friend, burn all my stuff. <laughs> what? But just don't, please don't publish my works. Anyway, he died and his best friend was like, nah, I'm going to publish it anyway. And pub- so this, this book, The Castle, ends mid-sentence because he died <laughs> before he finished it. So it's just like, it's just like, 
something, 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 and then... And then the, you and never know. And that's the end of the book, but they published it. No one tried to posthumously finish yeah, it. Yeah, why not? I don't know why they didn't do that, but... Anyway, um, that's great. That's what's going to happen with George R.R. R. Martin, because there's still two Game of Thrones books, I think, to go, mm, mm. and it's just been Is he years. dying? Well, he's pretty old and, look, uh, admittedly overweight. Like, he can't be healthy, you know? Yeah. That's, anyway. Anyway. Well... That hopefully, was fun. Hopefully he keeps going. He keeps going, and uh, you know, God save the queen. And well, God save that, the- that, whoa, that didn't that didn't go well. Oh, because the queen died. Oh, yes. Anyway, we're I, at a. Why, why didn't they put that in the news or something? I would have. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we are at a bit of a like a turning point for the fanfic of the Team Wizard tournament. Team Wizard tournament has not appeared for some time in this book. No. Yeah. Now. Last chapter, if I recall correctly. Which you rarely do. You <laughs> what, rarely do. What happened in that chapter, Sam? Well, Just from your best memory. Um, from best <laughs> oh, it was the... Let me get the, the pen sieve out. There, there was the writing on the wall. Clownish Kim Jiria's return. The Voldemort reunited. Yeah, yeah. That was a while back. ago, though. That no, was I'm pretty ri- sure that was last week. And it was and it was written in poo, wasn't it? No, it was written in blood from oh. Harold's penis. That's Because right. his penis had been chopped yes, off by Clownish yes, Kim yes. Jiri, who was chopping off all the penises. And then... No, that was the chapter. Okay. And then they went to Madame Pomfrey, but <laughs> she had passed out and they had to bring her back. And then Mr. Charger was casting killing curses to make all the students hurry up he, out of the hall. Yes, yeah, so he definitely get back hit, to their dorm. He hit a few of them. He did hit a few, but he they, he had to. Yeah, I can't remember. I think feel like there was some sort of cliffhanger that we le- left on, but I don't... I what? think wasn't the cliffhanger that... Um, I think it was like... A centaur appeared and asked where the toilet was, it. and it was Sam said it was two doors to the left, <laughs> but it was actually three <laughs> doors. Which is like, it's not often in a book you get a cliffhanger for something w- that was completely irrelevant to yeah. the rest of the book. Uh, and yeah, that's true as well. Um, and because like, why would you care then? Um, <laughs> yeah. What? No, what I I like is that you, as the author. You use your centaurs very sparingly, <laughs> but very effectively. Yeah, what is it with me just thinking there's centaurs roaming You're around like, the castle? You're like, what would be the most random thing that could happen? <laughs> Plausibly. Plausible, though. Yeah. But now it's like, now if a centaur does appear as a random mm. joke, I'm not surprised because that just seems to be what Mike's main goal yeah. is. Like, just if you if you need to move on from a situation, just kill a centaur. <laughs> have we ever seen a centaur in in the real books? Have we seen a centaur within the castle walls? Yeah, because in one of them, maybe Order of the Phoenix, Firenze, the centaur teaches divination yes. for a bit. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, and we I have. I think maybe in the battle. Do they come in the Battle of Hogwarts? They quite possibly. On. But anyway. I, and I don't. And I know we're we're really wrapped up the chit chat. But also speaking of divination, I saw a movie last night. Oh, uh, good luck to you, Leo Grand. Okay, is it set in the Harry Potter universe? No, but it's got Emma Thompson in it, and she's okay. Professor Trelawney, isn't she? Yeah, 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 she is. Yeah, and Nanny McPhee. Anyway, you. Is it, oh, this is a spoiler for this movie. Actually, that's all right. I've never heard of it. Um, well, it's not really a spoiler, but you see. Her fully naked, full frontal oh, naked. Emma Thompson. Yeah. How old is she in it? Well, I mean, her current age. Oh, it was a recent movie. It's just come out. It's in the cinemas. What? I saw it at the cinema last night. So if you want to see Nanny McPhee and Professor Trelawney, Professor Trelawney naked, naked, but sure there older. Was a few students who had a crush on Professor. Anyway. Anyway. Well, let's see a really good movie. Let me hand you over the next chapter 
of the Harry Potter fan fiction. Uh, we are now up to chapter 21, 21 chapters through this beast. Let's keep charging along. And, and as always, we start by reading the title of the chapter. Yes. Take it away, Sam. <clears throat> Excuse this interruption, teachers and students. Just a reminder that Derek is a disgrace to all wizards, but also just a reminder that if you like this show, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio Mike. It's my wider Patreon for all of the content that I do, including my podcast, 20th Century Boy, which you should totally listen to if you're not. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get on board and just support this show. If you think that this show, if you're listening along in your car or at home or when you're doing your chores or whatever you're doing right now and listening and you're laughing and having a good time, that's amazing. And I love that. And if you think those laughs and that good time and the time you spend listening to this podcast is worth a dollar a month, generally you get four episodes a month. That's 25 cents a week, essentially. Is it? Yes, it is. My maths is correct. Then please donate as little as a dollar a month, Radio Mike, patreon.com slash Radio Mike, that is. And if you want to make a one off donation, paypal.me slash it's Radio Mike, it does go a long way. So I would really appreciate you considering supporting us. Thank you so much. Back to the fanfic. Chapter 21, the Voldemort Reunitement Committee. Ooh. <laughs> so it's real. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, let's yeah. um let's jump into let's it and see what in. we find out about the VR, VRC. The VRC, which is also <laughs> the Victorian Racing Committee, if you... Uh, and the race- Victorian Racist Committee, which you wouldn't want to join You that. wouldn't want to join that. <laughs> oh, and you might not want to join the Racing Committee either because, <laughs> you know, cruelly to horses. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. There was only one person the boys could trust in a time as trying as this, and that was Professor Granger, the only teacher in the whole school who seemed to understand the psychotic nature of everything that was going on in this book. Hmm. But why did Hermione not stop things from happening? And why did she allow Harry to get away with the poor headmastery he was doing (laughs) and Mr. Charger get away? (laughs) End of sentence. (laughs) Why Can you she- read that sentence again? Yeah. <laughs> or and, just, yeah. And why did she allow Harry to get away with the poor head mastery he was doing and Mr. Charger get away? <laughs> it just, so, it's just the worst possible sentence. Yes. And why did she allow Harry to get away with the poor head mastery he was doing, comma, and Mr. Charger get away, full stop? <laughs> Because it starts as a question and then it ends as nonsense. It ends as nonsense. Uh, Why couldn't she do something? Okay. The boys rushed to her office in an immediate panic of what they had seen, heard, and smelt. Farts everywhere. So it's, it's, I think what we're finding out is the dark farts, which is this new branch of dark magic, use it, like, creates a stench like the, if if the if you can smell a fart and you don't think someone's done a fart oh. the dark farts are in play that's wow. what i think yeah it's really i wonder if the you know have a smelt it dealt it oh uh, yeah that's probably the opposite now be the opposite because i feel like mm. if you dealt it well i don't know we might never find said out. the rhyme did the crime that's that is true we've denied it supplied it mm. let's let's move it's, on it's paradoxical um <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of more of those rhymes. Um, as they burst through the door, Hagrid was standing there talking to Hermione. And that's when I said, you better get to potions now, said Hagrid. 
<laughs> so Hagrid is just in Hermione's office saying some story. Telling a story that ends with, and, and that's when I said, you better go to potions now. <laughs> I see, said Hermione. Jordan Borden, said Hagrid. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Borden. Which seems like a name. So Hagrid, so they walk in and Hagrid, you know, we assume yeah. he's told a lo- logical a lo- story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I saw the boys and they were late for their potions class and that's when I said, you better, better go get to potions, potions now. <laughs> Which for new people listening to this show, terrible time to join, but Hagrid really only says you better go to potions now mm. to other students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of lost his mind a bit. Yeah. Uh, much yeah. like a lot of the... <laughs> A lot of the characters in this book. So then Hermione's like, I see. And then Hagrid just maybe in the anxiety of not knowing uh, what to say, just goes, Jordan, Jordan Borden. <laughs> she goes, excuse me, says Hermione. Just trying out a new catchphrase, said Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hagrid's like, oh, shit, what should I say? Jordan Borden. Uh, like, what? is that a catchphrase or a name? Yibbity, yibbity. <laughs> Oh, wassle, 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 wassle. Is this wassle, wassle? And it's like, I, I love that Hagrid's like insecure and he's like, I'm running out of new catchphrases. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Borden. Because he'd already used, you better get a potion sound, which was his catchphrase. Um, uh, Hermione continues. Is Jordan Borden a new catchphrase or is that a person? Said Hermione. <laughs> Hagrid stared blankly into Hermione's eyes, his head seeming completely hollow as Miss Granger stared back. Miss Granger now. Isn't she Professor? <laughs> I just, I just oh God. forget what characters are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his eyes were empty, ghostly, and it looked like his brain was about to malfunction. Well, this is getting quite dramatic for... But this is Hagrid's character in this book. Like, he's just totally absent-minded. He must be, like, over 100 years old. Oh, yeah. He, he does seem like there's some level of dementia or something is going on in there. Do you reckon he's still got the same hair? Yeah, I think mm. he looks similar. He dyes his Maybe. hair. Hagrid dyes his yeah. hair? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, yep. Anyway, his brain was about to malfunction. He goes, yep. Yep. You better go to Jordan Borden's now, said Hagrid. <laughs> Oh, he's broken. So now he's conflating. He's broken. All yeah. these catchphrases are just melding together. Yes. Rubius, please leave, said Hermione. Also, does Hermione call Hagrid Rubius? Yes. I guess in adulthood she just yeah, changed. You can do that. Can well, I saw a teacher the other day and instead of, okay, I saw an old teacher the other Which day. Which teacher? Because we went to the same school. I saw Mr. Tui. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. Vince. Vince Tui. Yeah. But I am not confident enough. I found this whenever I say teacher, I, I don't want to call them Mr. Whatever, Mr. Mm, Tui, mm. but just calling them by their first name seems weird. Yeah. So I, every time I see a teacher, I address them by their full name. <laughs> and I said, I say, Vince Tui, <laughs> how are you? And I've realized I do that with every teacher. My other teacher I saw, I was like, Mark Langdon or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because it's too weird either way. Where did you see him? At uh, my friend's uh, footy grand final. I guess it's true. Like when you're nearly 30, if you see a teacher, you couldn't be like, oh, hey, Mr. Spateri or, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like I just go, well, if it isn't 
Peter Tellefson. Well, 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 well. Pete Tellefson. Yeah. The very same. <laughs> Who was Just my- so people know, Pete Tellefson was the head of the junior school at our high school. Which well, so I our have, junior school. Our junior school. So I haven't seen him for 20 years, but yeah. my mum still keeps in contact. What? Why? I don't know. What's he do now? <laughs> for, any, for anyone interested. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, Pete Tellefson. And you'd never call him Pete, but you just... Would you do a nickname? Because I assume Mr. Tui's name is Vincent. Oh, yeah, but I just... Yeah, Vince. You just go Vince. Vince Tui. I reckon power him, power move him, Vincent Tui. Oh. What oh. are you up to these days, mate? Like Master Vincent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're looking well. Uh, quick detail. Keeping out of trouble. Sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> but how would you greet your teacher? Yeah. Because Hermione's called him Rubius and Hagrid, I think. Yeah. But anyway, we, you know, let's go. Let's continue. Anyway. You better go to my hut now, said Hagrid. <laughs> uh, are you talking to me or yourself, said Hermione. You didn't end the quotation marks. Um, you better, said Hagrid. <laughs> you better what? You better. Better what, said Hermione. Potions, <laughs> said Hagrid. Okay, Hagrid. You better go to potions now, said Hermione. <laughs> Seemingly... Seemingly seeming as though this was the only thing she could say in this moment. Will, will Jordan Borden be there? Said Hagrid. Yes, said Hermione. <laughs> this is a great reading. This is good. <laughs> Hagrid skipped gleefully out of the classroom and cast several killing curses on his way out, which rebounded off some walls, but thankfully didn't kill anyone except a centaur. <laughs> So, <laughs> just as I've said, you use them sparingly. There's one gone. Wow. I love in this book how characters like just start shooting out killing yeah. curses willy nilly. Like, yeah, like they were unforgivable curses. <laughs> now they're just. Now they're just, oh, I'm a little bit upset. I'm just going to cast a couple of killing curses. He was happy in that moment. Yeah. And I love that because I, I think. You know, not to analyse the author's intentions too much. No, we would never do that. What I love as comedic effect in this book is, and I think this is intentional, you know, Hagrid skipped gleefully out of the classroom. Like mm. the the idea of the character of Hagrid skipping gleefully yeah. out of a classroom. Like I just That's already like, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just shooting a vodka yeah. mouth around. And he's all he's old. He's old. He's you know, quite yeah. large. He's a hairy man. Like, this is what you'd expect from a child. And that seems to be where Hagrid is now. The other part of this, just to be more canonical, <laughs> yeah. is Hagrid. I mean, does he have a wand? Mm. Is he using is he using his umbrella? Yeah. Cause they took his wand. He got expelled. So we don't know. Just a bit of a dick move that they did. Like, surely Dumbledore could have, you know, it is kind scaled of, that rule back. It is kind of funny, though, that Hagrid was framed and then, like, it must have become obvious at some point that it wasn't him, but no one really did yeah, anything yeah, yeah. about it. Like, Hagrid was never like, hey, Dumbledore, can you, like, help me clear my name? Because it was obviously Voldemort. Like, yeah, it yeah. wasn't me. Uh, no, how could you be the keeper of grounds? Yeah. Be the keeper of grounds and games. Yeah. And take, <laughs> oh, what is take it? Ca- yeah. keys and grounds. Yeah, yeah. And take care of that giant spider in the, in the, in the forest. Yeah. yeah but, but so, you know, the giant spider, that's what I was actually protecting. So I wasn't, ac- it wasn't me. The kill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but- Hagrid. Yes, yeah, yes. Yes. And that maybe that denial of the truth is what drove Hagrid to become mm. so insane in this book. Just before we, get back into it as well. I was just going to say 
I guess we're in another situation now, which I think we were in in book one, where was it Hopeless McDopeless? Yes. And we said, do you think Hopeless McDopeless appears again in Harry Potter mm. and the boys, the saga? Do you think, let's make a call now, does Jordan Borden okay. become a real character? A real character or just a recurring theme of Hagrid's sayings? Or to never be mentioned. I <laughs> or think, never mentioned again. I think Jordan, yes, well now... Given the history, I now think Jordan Borden will become a character. Well, Hopeless McDopeless, I don't think, ever appeared again. No, I, no. So I was right that time. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's see. There you go. Okay. Cast your votes, guys. If you think Jordan uh, Jordan Borden, if you think he will become a character, send a boy emoji in my insert. Because so many people, I like the emoji system. Lots of people oh, sliding in. working, is it? Lots of people Great. sliding in with hat emojis. Can't remember what it was about. Oh, it was if you knew it was Don't Lie by the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Lots of people. I did not, but yeah. it sounded great. Um, let's let's continue. Okay. Uh, so he just killed a centaur. Uh <laughs> After finishing burying the body of the centaur and holding a small but private memorial service. <laughs> small but private? Yeah. Small but private. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione looked over at the boys, seemingly disappointed, as though she knew this day was coming. Oh, so, wait, so has Hermione buried the body? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> as though she knew that at some point, somewhere in this book, or the next, or the next after that, she'd have to explain to the boys a series of things she didn't particularly want to explain or be involved with, and that time had come maybe sooner than she expected. Mm. That was a long sentence. Yeah, (laughs) it was. But, you know, again, Hermione knows. Hermione just hates when we turn the pages. She's like, oh, with every page turn, I'm going to need to explain something. Possibly in this book, but possibly in the next book. And to be honest, I think the author knows at this stage that Hermione is a bit of a trump card. That's why she doesn't appear much. It's like, if I bring Hermione into this, she has been characterized as like a normal person. So she'll have to explain something to the boys. Yeah. You can't put her in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the last book. She's like the Dumbledore of the, in the fifth or sixth. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, let's, um, let's see what she's got to say. Um, Professor, you'll never guess what's going on, said Michael. Okay, is this her? Okay. I think yeah. it's a very long yeah. sentence and it's, yeah, it's Professor Granger. Clownish Kimjiri's return to Hogwarts? Harold's penis has been chopped off by him? Madame Pomfrey passed out at the site? Also, why is Madame Pomfrey still alive? <laughs> or- <laughs> All the other teachers from the original books are dead. What's the deal with that? <laughs> Mr. Charger is clearly trying to murder you all with no real explanation. And narrator seems to be narrating your lives and this entire book with no explanation either. And why on earth do the Jim Wilkins choir keep singing the same goddamn diddly darn song? <laughs> so she, she becomes Ned Flanders yeah. for a second. And who are those guys anyway? Professor Granger responded. Almost as though she literally guessed specifically exactly what's going on. Wow. So she does know. She is aware of everything. Wow. Briefly becomes Ned Flanders. Yes. Does raise a lot of questions. Why is Madame Pomfrey still alive? All the other teachers are dead. Mm. Who are the Jim Wilkins choir? We still have no sort of solution as to who they are. Um, yeah. It's confusing. This could be an expositional chapter. Oh, we need God. more of those. Yeah. Uh, that is true. A lot of this stuff is not... Exp- but I imagine, as we kind of covered, I think, last week, the average age of a wizard was actually 137 and three-quarter years. That's right, yeah. So 
But I know where you're going with this, but would Madame Pomfrey still be working <clears throat> as a school nurse at age 140? No, no, I guess she might have uh she might have graduated to part-time. <laughs> Casual. Casual work. Uh and a bit of a pension on the side. Oh god. Um, <laughs> no, said Sam. We were talking about how the Black Eyed Peas just announced that they are doing a new album. <laughs> So the black eyed peas. So Fergie, Will I Am, the other guys, the other guys, <laughs> they're out there in fifty years from now, essentially doing a reunion. Doing that's a re- not Im- like implausible. No, because it's not actually, you know, so ACDC did an album a few but, years ago. I imagine them just doing. Where is the love? Yeah. <laughs> Where, oh, no, 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 baby, no, yeah. no, no. no. What's wrong with the world, mama? People <laughs> living like that. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> okay, that's no one wants to hear that. Um, n- no, the rest of the boys shouted, don't listen to Sam. We suspect he, may- he might be an idiotus, but we can't be certain. All that stuff you said is true. Please help us understand. All right. That's the rest of the boys, Assuming I'm assuming they all said it in unison. Yeah. <laughs> also, Sam might be an idiotus, yeah. which, as we know, is a magical idiot. Yes, well, <laughs> that's the only Sam that's an idiot. I'm going to show you that. I love, I love that there's, like, you know, there's muggle, mudblood, wizard, pure blood, squib, idiotus. Yeah, idiotus. <laughs> it's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> just a whole new category. There's so much world building in this book, mm. you know. You it's never, just... yeah, yeah. People don't give you enough credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real masterpiece. Um, <laughs> Very well, I will tell you what I know," said Professor Granger. Although she didn't look like she wanted to say very much at all. How how did she look? How, how did she look then? <laughs> no, I think it's like. Very well. well. Oh, oh yeah, that's I true. will tell you what I know. I'm a good actor. Look at this. Look. <sighs> Very well. I will tell you what I know. Pretty good. <laughs> you that, do it better. That was pretty good. Okay. Well, that was really good. Um, <laughs> very, very well. No, that no, that yours was better. Yeah, yeah, mine was good. <sighs> very well. I will tell you. Nah, because no. that she's too confident there. It's, I will tell you. <sighs> very well. I will tell you what I know. I, That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just interpret the text however you like. Very well. I will tell you what I know. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we're doing a self tape. Sleep <laughs> actors doing actors doing self tapes, trying to put anything. It's like the Seinfeld. Very These well, pretzels are making, making me thirsty. <laughs> it is like that. Uh, okay, if the writing on the wall is to believe, oh, fuck, it's to believe. I, I, if, I'm just. Gonna, it, it should be if the writing on the wall is to be believed. Okay. I think. If the writing on the wall is to be believed. Well, no, but you have to read it as the author writes. If the writing on the wall is to believe, then it is true. Clownish Kim Jiri has indeed returned to Hogwarts. And if he gets his way, you better hang on to your dicks because he'll chop them off, she said. (laughs) And personally, I prefer my dicks attached to men, not chopped off. She then slapped her ass and did a wink. I prefer my dicks attached to men. <laughs> and that's like what 13-year-old Mike thinks a woman does. <laughs> I've never been on a date with a woman who goes, you know, Mike, I prefer my dicks attached to men, not chopped off. 
Wink. <laughs> I, if I ever go on a date with a listener of this podcast, throw that one out there on the date. <laughs> just see what happens. I just want to say that if you listen to this podcast, if someone listens to this podcast, they're probably not going to date me. Why? No. It'd be, it would be kind of weird, no, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. We could talk about the book. <laughs> <laughs> bring the book. We'll, we'll analyze it. Michael, sign your boobs. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, gosh. But Hermione, why? And what is the Voldemort new... Actually, can I... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I was talking... No, actually, no. I shouldn't say this. I'll say it. I was talking to a girl who listens to this pod. Like, she's an, she's an existing person I know, but yes. she also listens to this pod. Shout out. And, you know, things might have been a little bit flirtatious. Okay. And she, like, brought up the... Oh, like sign, signing boobs. Finally. <laughs> so it actually kind of happened. Someone finally brought up, which you didn't sign them. No. Well, this was a while ago. Okay. And like, you, you know, you know. Yeah. Okay. You were thinking <laughs> of, it's funny because you were thinking of not saying it. And I, and I said shout outs. Maybe it's more of a whisper out. So we kind of hope she doesn't hear it. But if she does hear it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Guys, you know, flirt, flirting is just part of life. It's part of existing. So it is. And, it and you know who knows that better than anyone? Professor Granger. And Harry Potter-based flirting, even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Jordan Borden. Okay. <laughs> you know what All I right, mean. So she slapped her ass and did a wink. Yes, and then uh, someone continues, but Hermione, why? And what is the Voldemort Reunitement Committee? And what does he want with all our dicks? I personally really like mine and don't want it chopped off, said Michael. Good body positivity from a young Michael. Do you reckon anyone's like, oh, I, no, I hate my dick. I'd be I hate- happy to get it chopped off. Yeah, get it, get it. Yeah, some people would be. I can't imagine how bad it would be to have your dick chopped off. Yeah. It'd be pretty bad. <laughs> It'd be pretty bad, wouldn't it? It'd just be like, what would you do all day? <laughs> what do you mean all day? I don't know. I just yeah. feel like you'd know and it would change so much about your life. Would it, are, we, are we talking dick chopped off, balls still there? <laughs> I guess. That's weird as That's well. weird. That is weird. Oh, that's weird as well. <laughs> I mean, you'd almost just rather a clean. Yeah, clean cut. Yeah. <laughs> the Kendall. Have you, have you seen, is it, it's not Clerks. You know those old movies? Yeah. There's like Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. Clerks. Yeah. Another one. Okay. Oh, my God. I don't know. Remember. I don't know. Anyway, I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure it's um, Snape. Oh, Alan Rickman. I think he's in it as like an angel. Oh. Who has nothing down there. He's like Kendall. Oh. With, so like they show it and he's just like, there's just all smooth down there. It's Alan Rickman. I'm oh. almost certain. And funny if it's not, and I've made that up. I forgot to mention as well, and lots of people have written in saying they like the chit chat, and I'll talk about it on an hour post, but someone also knew the person you were referring to who was a person who was like a 70-year-old fashion designer yeah. who looked 30. It was. Yeah. I can't remember. but I think it was Vera, Vera. Wang. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. And someone wrote in? Great. And someone wrote in. Shout out to, I think um, their name was Phoebe. Thanks, okay. Phoebe. I was, I was right, wasn't I? Sam is just looking up this movie and uh, then we'll progress with the fanfic. Yeah, can we pause while I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, we took a quick break because Sam wanted to Google this movie. Because the, he in, got a bit sidetracked. In this universe by Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith and he, they did... There's more rats, Dogma, I think Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back, all this stuff. Uh, Alan Rickman and Snape appears in Dogma 
as an angel and he has no dick or balls. There you and go. Here is maybe he maybe he's Snape and he got his dick chopped off by clownish. Well, and here is just a a still from the set of Alan Rickman. Oh. That's weird. There's something really confronting about that. Yeah. Yeah. It is super weird. So is that yeah. That's him. Must be a plaster thing he's wearing over his actual dick. I don't know. Well, or Alan yeah. Rickman had no dick and balls. And he was <laughs> type, life and imitating he art. He was typecast. <laughs> I uh, mean, art imitating life. And we'll chuck that up on the socials, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the socials that we don't have. <laughs> um, uh, you should put that in the video, though. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Glad we glad we did that. L- little detour. I fear I can't. I fear I can't tell you everything, but I believe you know some of the story already. When Winston Charger was a student here at Hogwarts, he, Kim Jiri, and Boris Mailman were good friends. They were constantly fascinated with the tale of Voldemort. Of course, you would know the story of Professor Quirrell from the first book, oh. who harboured Voldemort on the back of his head. Interesting. Winston spoke to me extensively about this, curious and asking questions, even when he was a student. <laughs> Again, typos bringing down yeah. the serious tone of the book. <laughs> yes, a studnet. Do you mean student? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course, at this time, I had no idea how evil he was, and I had no idea that he would attempt the exact same thing in the future. At first, I thought that Winston's attempts would be fruitless. Voldemort was dead. I saw it myself. But as you know, Voldemort was a powerful wizard. Over the years, many witches and wizards around the world spoke of a new style of dark magic that was able to transcend the powers of space and time itself. And Voldemort, being the apparent genius dark wizard he was, had already tapped into this method of existing, beyond life and beyond horcruxes. The dark farts. This is juicy. Wow. Of course, being the smartest witch in the world... I dismiss this as idiotness. Simply <laughs> a conspiracy. No trace of any such magic ever existed as far as I knew. But strange and mysterious things started to happen in the time that Kim Jiri left Hogwarts and went on the run. Wow. Wow, massive. Exposition dump. Yeah. Okay, so we know the timeline is a bit hazy, but we know um, Charger, Kim Jiri, Boris Mailman went to school together. Yep. They brought. They were trying to bring Voldemort back. Mr. Charger had heard of Professor Quirrell and was like, how did he do that? Like, yeah. what is that magic? Which is never really explained in the books. But, yeah. Yeah, and he was obviously very interested in it. And Voldemort had somehow tapped into the method of existing beyond Horcruxes, I guess, before before he died. So, yeah. well, it, well, it stands to reason that Voldemort, he didn't just go, Horcruxes, sweet, tick. Yeah, he, he had would another have... backup. Wow. And you know what's interesting about this? Seven it... backups, never enough. In... <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing like one is none, two is one, seven is some. <laughs> like, um, in Cursed Child, Voldemort also had a backup. Oh, yeah. He's, he's ba- so me and JK actually had similar ideas of how Voldemort could continue, but Voldemort's oh, yeah. backup in that was I had a daughter but in this one, it's like, no, there's another style yeah, of yeah, magic yeah, yeah, yeah. similar to the dark arts, but it's the dark farts. Well, that whole night of seeing the cursed child is a blur. Mm-mm. I sometimes forget about that. The um, I'm p- picking it now. There will be something like fart cruxes that he has oh, to yes. <laughs> that we have to find. But okay, yeah, horcrux, horcrux. 
Butts. <laughs> fart uh, butts. Yeah. <laughs> fart cruxes. Whore fucks. Yeah. And you're like <laughs> fart on something and that's how it becomes your, your, yeah. your object. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is very interesting. What things happen, said Luke. Um, I'm explaining. Maybe just let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as Winston, Kim and Boris were friends at Hogwarts, they along with some other friends, did indeed form what they called the Voldemort Reunitement Committee, a committee that genuinely believed Voldemort to be an intelligent and powerful wizard that could teach the world many things. They climbed. <laughs> they claimed. They claimed, but it's climbed. <laughs> they climbed that Voldemort was simply misunderstood, not dangerous, and that by bringing him back with this new form of magic, they could help the world understand magic better. They consistently research ways of bringing back these traces of Voldemort back to life. And quite frankly, up until last year, I never thought it would happen. It, sorry. Quite frankly, up until last year, I never thought it would be happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Just doing what the Just author wrote. <laughs> you see, not much is written about the dark farts, and it seems Voldemort had learned more about Sorry, let me do that again. You see, not much is written about the dark farts, and it seems Voldemort had learned more than everyone about it. I'd go as far to say that the lingering will of Voldemort was captured in some way and exists in the realm of the darkest, fartiest magic. <laughs> fartiest. Oh, this is such a what a grandiose sweeping statement. Like, yeah, I think he's lingering in the <laughs> somehow. <laughs> When I learned that Winston Charger had successfully harboured Voldemort somehow on his own asshole, I knew that I, Hermione Granger, was wrong. For the first time, I had been completely wrong about something so obvious. And from that day, I doubted myself and continue to do so. I could have stopped all of this. I could have stopped Ron from dying. I could have protected everybody. But I failed. Interesting. Wow. So she mentions Ron because, like, we I don't guess, know if they were together. Yeah, but canonically they they were together. Like, because mm. this book canonically follows Harry Potter, but they might have broken up because mm. there was no. We didn't really get any glimpse of that. But she did. She does have regrets that she couldn't stop yeah. Ron because she didn't believe that what was happening was possible. And we're trying to figure out if that was canonically. No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, they can't all be winners. <laughs> I'm going to blame on the book. The book said that. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Professor, you couldn't have known, said the boys. Shut up, I'm still talking, said Hermione. <laughs> One thing you need to understand is that not everybody loved Harry Potter the same way they loved Raymond in that show. <laughs> One thing I know about Mike, and nothing's changed. You, this is you as thirteen. Bring up everybody loves Raymond. You still bring up everybody loves Raymond well, at any yes. at any given juncture. Any excuse. So there was a night where we, 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 it was the wrap up party for season two of the hundred. Yes, and Becky Lucas, like very successful, famous comedian in Australia. I, I'm a massive fan of her. Sam loves her. She was there, and we were talking to her, and I just was quite drunk, oh. trying to convince her that Everybody Loves Raymond is an amazing TV show that's underrated. And I was in the comp and I'm thinking, wow, this is my, this is my, my big, big shot. My big shot. <laughs> me, me, meeting someone I admire 
and not wanting to embarrass myself or anything. <laughs> Little did I realize that I'd be have secondhand embarrassment of, <laughs> of then my <laughs> Becky going, "Is this this guy's friends? Just love it? No." Yeah. <laughs> We we spoke about Everybody Loves Raymond for a good five or so minutes. Possibly ten. Possibly ten. Yeah. I think, I don't know why I love everybody. Like, I mean, we could do a whole podcast about why I love yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. But we also could, on, but on, we um, on Hamish and Andy, I said, <laughs> I said to Hamish and Andy, hey, like, if you ever get Ray Romano. Who's that? Hamish and Andy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if you ever get Ray Romano as an interview opportunity, can I do the interview? And, wow. and Hamish was like. Yeah, no worries, Mike. If we ever want to interview Ray Romano, <laughs> you can do it. Because <laughs> there's little to no chance I'll ever want to do that. That's so funny. Oh, Hopefully yeah. it becomes very relevant again. Yeah. And well, he's had quite a yeah. successful like acting career post-Raymond. Yeah, I have seen him in something. And I always thought it was funny that he named his show Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm. That's you. Did you send I me sent that you, TikTok yeah, about TikTok, that? Uh, it, he didn't want to call it no. that. He, yeah. Now, he goes on to explain the many other names for it, and they were horrible. They were all really It was bad. like, he's like, What's up, Raymond? It, you're like, wait, why can't we call it something? Like, okay, Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Raymond. It was one of the. One of the working titles. Oh, it's a horror. It's like if my podcast was called Okay Mikey. Yeah. You know what? That's like, what? It's not a, we're not a Radiohead album. Yeah. <laughs> okay, computer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You okay. did get that. Well, I, I didn't quite get it, to be honest. So I pretended Thanks I did. Thanks for laughing yeah. about it. Of course. All right. Let's continue. Anyway, um, so Harry, everybody, not everybody loved Harry Potter the same way they loved Raymond in that show. We came to learn this. After our time at Headworks. Okay, something is being introduced here called Headworks. Headworks. Capital H. <laughs> Headworks asked the boys, whoops, I mean Hogwarts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought, this was, I thought this was a whole new thing. Yeah, a new like thing they went to after Hogwarts. But no, she's just forgotten the name of her school, <laughs> school? and current position. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoops, I mean Hogwarts. Um <laughs> That's such a red herring. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, we're going to learn all yeah, about yeah. networks. Oh, no, sorry. I just meant Hogwarts. Sorry. So I just had a little brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had a brain wart. Uh, <laughs> uh, while Harry defeated Voldemort, many despised him for the constant trouble he caused at school, for putting others in danger, for the deaths of friends, just for driving some to complete insanity. Just think about it. How many innocent people died for Harry? Families ruined. Lives ruined. Families ruined. <laughs> Family suffering. A lot of repetitiveness here. And it's not <laughs> families ruined, lives ruined, families, families ruined, ruined. <laughs> family suffering. Um, sounds like where is the love? And by it the black it does identity. sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's not like nobody knew about it. Those books were bestsellers. <laughs> and the movies, everyone saw it. <laughs> There's no denying it. It was all caught. It was all caught on camera. On camera. Oh my god! The books were bestsellers, boys. Everyone knew what happened. This is so funny. It's a long chappy. No, yeah, um, sorry. Do you have to go? No. Okay, we'll just keep going. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, I think this is still part of the quote. Okay. Many people around the world were vengeful for Harry, including Winston, Boris, and Kim, who despise him for killing their hero. Voldemort. And can I say, we have talked about this before, like about how people would have been yeah, sorry, frustrated we had, yeah, yeah. Harry. So it's interesting. It's good to know that we were, out, we were correct. Mm. Um, 
And also in The Cursed Child, Cedric Diggory's dad is exactly yeah. this. This is the similar. So we went in similar directions. Very interesting, yeah, so, Mike. Yeah, it actually stands to reason that other parents were upset as well. Yeah. Uh, and many people curse the name Harry Potter for the traumas they endured. I'm sure you can see that Harry is not the man he once was. Ooh. I have a theory that the endless onslaught of insults and personal attacks helped him get there. As for Winston, Kim, I don't know what they are up to this year, but I do know the clownish Kim Jerry will stop at nothing to kill everybody at this school if he believes that will help him bring Voldemort back. I believe that because the dick is so close to the bum, there is some element of the dark farts that exists in all dicks. <laughs> by chopping them off, by chopping them off and collecting them, Clownish captures more and more fart power. Okay, okay. So this is biolog- okay. biologically um, implausible. <laughs> just the idea that it's... Well, I the guess, dick is pretty close to the bum. That's true. Like, I guess if you do a fart, some of that fart is wandering its way to the dick. Is it? I, guess. I mean, it, you fart the opposite direction. You're, you that's know. true. You're farting out away yeah, yeah. from the dick. Yeah. But, but I guess it's like maybe somewhere biologically there's a bit of fart in a dick. <laughs> I, I absolutely don't think that at all. But, it's, <laughs> but uh, I can't. Anyway, here uh, we are. Wow, but that's but Hermione believes that, and that's and she's that's the smartest witch. witch of her age. Yep. Yeah, uh, so funny. Um, I believe I believe when he failed at chopping off nearly Dickless Ned's dick, he escaped and left Hogwarts. Some of his friends joined him. They disappeared somewhere. Winston, however, remained at Hogwarts, graduating the top of his class. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And these evil men, Winston, clownish. Boris, they have friends all over the world, dark, evil wizards who have even who have been imprisoned in Azkaban and even Kazkaban. Has Kazkaban been I mentioned? I think it has. Yeah. It's, it was like Kazkaban and Deathbird and Reaper's juvenile detention centre oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. People I have only heard of for the evilest deeds, such as <laughs> Horseshoe Potato. <laughs> <laughs> This is, yeah, like this is one of the most evil guys yeah. in the world. Horseshoe Hors- potato. Horseshoe potato, guys. You do not want to be around him. <laughs> and how can we forget? This is just a list of okay. Vladek Slavodimonovic. Oh, Vladek. Yeah. Wasn't he didn't Vladek get mentioned a couple of times in the oh. first book or the I think? Yeah, I've heard Vladek before. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm pretty can, sure Vladek's been mentioned a few times. Little Can we crumbs. get a bit of credit for me? Actually nailing the, the yeah, pronunciation Vla- of the made-up Vladek Slavodimonovic. <laughs> Slavodimonovic. <laughs> Cosmos of the Mountain. <laughs> Cosmos of the Mountain. <laughs> Names I don't even like to think about. <laughs> oh, horseshoe potato. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know in The Lion King where they're like, Mufasa. <gasps> Say it yeah. again. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. <laughs> it's like, horseshoe potato. <gasps> Cosmos of the Mountain. <laughs> Vladek Slavodimonovic. <laughs> So I wonder if these are our, you know, villains. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Let's keep going. But Professor Granger, if you know all this and more, why can't you help? Said Lockie. One day you will understand why, said Hermione. That's shit. Uh, <laughs> that's quite <laughs> ominous, said Tom. Why can't you tell us, said Michael. When I realised that I was wrong and had let everybody down, my powers of manic... 
My powers of magic diminish severely. Oh. I am but a shadow of the witch you know me as from the original books. <laughs> In these books, I am but a simple witch who can do only do the most basic spells. I've tried for many a year to return to my former greatness, but my magic is simply hindered. I might as well be a character in Del Toro Quest as I'm utterly useless, said Hermione. Poor <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Del Toro Quest. So Hermione's self-doubt has ruined her magical ability and that that's a decent explanation as to why she can't help. Why is, Has that happened in, in something before? Is that... I don't know. It feels quite familiar, but... Okay, right in. Jeez, <laughs> um, <laughs> this chapter's still coming along. Yes. Boys, at some point, I promise, I will tell you everything. But for now, I must bid you farewell, said Hermione. Stay on alert. Do not let clownish chop your dick off. <laughs> it's so annoying because she's like, well, I know all the answers. I could tell you. I could have helped you earlier. But I can't I right can't. Now. I'm not going to tell you why. You'll understand one day, but <laughs> when you're older, <laughs> when you're older, but you might not. Oh God. Neville emerged from a closet on the right hand side of Hermione's <laughs> office. Oh my God. <laughs> Hermione, are you ready for the fucking of your lip? He saw the boys and awkwardly changed his subject. Oh my God. Well, the fucking of your life. Is, she was about, sorry, he was about to say you're fucking of your life. So Neville's about to give Hermione Hermione, the are of you ready life. for the fucking of your life? Oh, hey, boys. Hey, boys. Heard all the drama about clownish. Don't worry, I'm sure life's pretty fun without a dick. Just ask Hermione here. She doesn't have one. I know because we meet here each time this week to have a sexual intercourse. That's right. Sexual intercourse. <laughs> it's like, what was he going to say then? <laughs> it's hard to change. <laughs> to have sexual intercourse. intercourse. Yep. We're having yes. sexual intercourse. <laughs> Jesus, Neville's a player. Yeah. Lavender, Hermione. Gosh. Every girl, maybe Madame Pomfrey. Probably. But no, he's pumming her for it. Okay. <laughs> the boys rushed out of the water. <laughs> I was going to let that go, but Neville's yeah. Neville's pumming her free and uh, longing her bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her lady lumps. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> the boys rush out of the office, hoping and praying that the next chapter wasn't another one of those filling, filler chapters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, end, end of, of chapter. chapter. Holy wow. moly. Fantastic chapter. Um, I mean, lots of exposition there. We learnt a lot there about... Yeah. What's going on? I still feel God, like I have more questions. I uh, it, it it there was lots of exposition exposition, but it felt like a lot of it was Hermione kind of telling just confirming a few things and then yeah. but then telling us no more. Yeah. Telling us I'm not gonna tell you why. Yeah. And it's like, where could this book be going? Because I guess we're just heading towards a showdown with clownish Kim Jiri. Um who I can't even picture. What's oh, that? I guess, yeah, we can picture. Clownish had... He looks like a clown. He looks like a clown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I guess that's it. Clownish wins... And have we seen Boris? Are we... Yeah, Boris yeah, Mailman yeah, yeah, yeah. is Dragon Mailboy's dad. Yeah, yeah. But we have we seen him recently? No. But also, so Vladek's love of the Monovic, I'm pretty sure in... And keen-eared listeners yeah, let yeah. us know, but Vladek, I think... I'm pretty sure. Was he mentioned in the in the shop? Magic shop. Maybe, but I also think in the first chapter of this book, if you remember that far back, it's like Voldemort 
they're on the beach with Voldemort and um, Voldemort's on his ass still and they're letting him go. And Voldemort says, like, I know what oh. you've got planned with Vladek and, yes. and the Hufflepuff oaf. And I'm pretty sure clownish Kim Jiri was in Hufflepuff. Right. They said. So maybe, well, that's what it is. So they have some plans. So Vladek might show up and... It's all very interesting. Wow, Vladex love. Oh, now I forgot. Now I've fucked it. Vladex love of the Monovic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. So we're going to see them. That's a big showdown. Then if we see them all. Yeah. Uh. So we've got Vladek, Boris, Kim, Jiri, and Winston Charger versus the boys. Yeah. Harry's fucked. Yeah. Hermione's not helping. Hermione can't help. Hermione, oh, she, her gone. powers are gone. It's like her libido's gone. Yeah, her <laughs> sexual libido. Oh, that's where it's from. It's from when Austin Powers lost his mojo. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> lost my mojo. <laughs> um, well, looking forward to the next chapter. Me too. Uh, whether Yeah, if you, I mean, I'm happy to come back. I know you had Stephen Fry booked in. Yeah, we did have Stephen Fry, but nah, he can't make it anymore. So if you're keen, yeah, okay. jump back on. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Anything to plug? Yeah, you can... I mean, go to my, you can follow me on Instagram. Yep, Sam Garlop. Sam Garlop. Um, I post, I sometimes post things. I posted a video yesterday. Yeah, we. I post videos from this show on the TikTok, Harry Potter. I think it's HPATB pod. And I love getting more followers that like Harry Potter and the boys because sometimes when I post things, I lose followers. So uh, if yeah. I get fans of Harry Potter to counter that, yeah, <laughs> that'd be I great. I lose followers. <laughs> I lose followers every time I post. Like, I was steadily. But gaining. I want the right kind of. I want. I don't. I almost don't care. I'm like, well, I want people who like. Yeah, who like me. <laughs> who like me and like Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Loved this chappy. Love you, Sam. Love you, Mike. Goodbye, <laughs> Hamoras. Mwah. Mm, you better get to Jordan Borden now. Mm, Jordan Borden. Don't mind if I do. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Radio Mike. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help us keep the lights on here at Radio Mike Productions, and we would appreciate any support you can give. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radio Mike pod at gmail.com. 